Welcome, I'm your host, Ramonda Jan, the founder of Women Thrive Media, visibility expert and inspirational speaker. I founded this global community for women, so every woman who is starting or running a business can feel like she has found a place to belong. So every woman is empowered to use her voice and share her message with the world. Hello and welcome to today's podcast episode with one of our amazing guests from Women Thrive Summit. So today I have the pleasure of interviewing the amazing Sally Prosser. Hi Sally, how are you today? Ray, hello, I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. I'm excited about today's conversation because today we're talking about how to be the voice of your business. So if for those of you who don't know Sally yet, I have the pleasure of introducing her. She is an incredible lady in business. She's a voice um, and a public speaker. Speaking, uh, was there? <laughs> so I'd love for you to meet Sally, who is a voice and public speaking coach with 12 years experience in media, including TV, radio uh, news reporting and PR. She helps professionals and business crack the confidence code by helping them tap into the power of their voice. So Sally, welcome to today's podcast episode. Great to be here. So tell us a little bit more about your journey and, and how you how you got to where you are today. You know, it starts out, I was thinking about this. I was one of those people born microphone first. I've always enjoyed speaking and in school I did debating and the Estedfords and I was that kid that always put up their hand in class to, to read. <laughs> I went on to be a reporter and a speech and drama teacher and all of this stuff. So I had no issue using my physical voice. But what really led me to what I do now is when I really discovered that there's a We've got two voices, our external voice and our internal voice. And those two are inseparable. And they are really affected by our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And so I had this great, confident voice, was speaking on TV, everything was great. And I thought I had no problems with my voice until in my late 20s, I found myself in a relationship where I lost it. And it was a really pivotal time in my life because I'd met this dashing doctor who was, you know, handsome and smart and I was just convinced that I wanted to be with him. At the time, he was the one. And about a year in, the cracks really started to show. It turned out that he wasn't all that dashing and um, doubtful he was even a doctor, Right. So I was asking questions and I was being shut down. I was expressing my concerns. They were being ignored. I was speaking and my words were being twisted and thrown back at me. I'm sure people listening can relate to this scenario. And so I felt my voice really retreat. I did not feel like myself. It went further and further back and you know, there was no proof that this guy was a doctor. You know, there was no record at the university, no record at the hospital. And, you know, I asked him to produce a payslip to prove where he worked. And he emailed it to me. Then I later found it in my scanner, this sticky tape and liquid paper cobbled together, kind of like arts and crafts job. 
in the top of the printer. So I was doubting everything and I wasn't being heard. And, you know, I didn't really care. I really wanted to be with him. For a while there, my memoir was going to be called The Spy Who Shagged Me. (sighs) (laughs) But it was funny. The funny thing was, is I believed him and I stood by him and I got to a point I didn't even really care whether he was telling the truth. I just loved him so much. And of course, my family didn't see it that way. And so I did what any woman would do in my situation. And I told them that I broke up with him and then continued to date him in secret for for a while. And that was when things got really tough. And the lies got deeper. The contact got really weird. I was one of those crazy people who called 20 times in a row and he wouldn't even answer. And the drinking got heavier. One night he was quite drunk and chased me down the hallway with four points of an upturned chair, just chasing me down the hallway and kicked me onto the bed. And just even going back to that story, my voice was completely paralyzed, completely paralyzed. Like I, this was a person who could recite the entire to be or not to be monologue. (laughs) I didn't have a problem using my voice. Yet at that time, I did not have it. And then after about six months, I couldn't keep up the charade any longer. I was so isolated, you know, I'd withdrawn from everybody and my voice had withdrawn from me. And I couldn't keep going with it. So I decided to tell my family, which is fine, you know, like I'm an adult. I said, I don't care what you say. I love this guy and I'm going to be with him. And even though they completely lost it, I didn't care because I said to him, look, they know we can, we can be in the open. It was, it was less about my family, family's approval and more about me not needing to lie. So we can be together. And then he looked at me in the middle of the living room and said, what did you do that for? I don't love you anyway. Oh my God. And that's when I found myself just collapsed on my bed and I had no him, no family and no voice at all. And while I was lying there, I felt something stir in my belly amid all the grief and the hurt and the anger and all of that. I felt something stir in my belly And I started to deep breathe. And then I could feel that move up my windpipe, through my heart space, into my throat. And I just let out like this big wail, just a, oh. And in that moment, that was when I decided to rise like the phoenix. Like that was the vision I had of a phoenix lifting me out of the bed and In that moment, I decided to reclaim my voice, the voice I knew I had, the voice I'd practically trained my whole life to use. And I made the decision then that I was going to make it my life's mission to use my voice to help other people find the fire in their belly to use their voice too. 
because as it showed, our voice is so much more than the physical. It's this energetic channel that we're able to express ourselves through mm-hmm. and it's so linked to every other part of our life. And that's why I now coach in a holistic way because it doesn't really matter about standing up and doing a PowerPoint presentation or doing a social media video. You can't do that if you don't have a voice in your relationships, if you don't have a voice for yourself. And that is what led me to do what I do today. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing this, you know, really deep and powerful story because I know it's very, very courageous to open up to audience perhaps that we don't get to see today who's listening this podcast episode, but following your mission and your mission work in helping others to find their voice. Because as you said, you actually had a physical voice. You were already working on TV and broadcasts and using your voice in your daily job. But actually that incident, and a lot of people not aware that trauma and situations like this and actually take away your power of speaking, which would similar what happened to me as well. How did you rebuild your confidence after, after going through all of that? Yeah, well, knowing that it was all connected, knowing we had the internal and the external and knowing how to use my physical voice, that's what got me through. So I started speaking my feelings, speaking things out aloud. I was reciting old poetry. I even brought out tongue twisters. Like I'm not even joking. I was doing like, okay, Betty Botter bought some butter, but she said the butter's bitter. If I put it in my batter, it will make the batter bitter, but a bit of better butter will make my batter better. So Betty Botter bought some better butter. You know, And it was through using my physical voice that I was able to reclaim and reawaken my inner voice and that's what I also love about what I do because there was a study that came out of Sweden that uh, backs this up so you know how you can hear emotions in people's voices like you can hear if they're upset or happy or angry you can hear what they feel like well this study showed that it works the other way around as well so it's not just our emotions affecting the sound of our voice they found our voice also affects our emotions and so in a way we can listen to ourselves to find out how we feel. So a great hack, if you're, if you're not feeling in a great mood, just speak in a really happy voice. And we do that this around our house. Sometimes I'll be like, I got a really, really crappy email. Like so annoying. And if we speak in a different way, that does affect our mood. So that's what I started doing is just using the physical to reawaken the inner. And that's what's so great about the programs I run is because I I work on both sides. We work on the inner voice and then we work on the exercises of the physical voice and together they strengthen each other. Yeah, I love that. It's so important. I know for entrepreneurs who work from home as well, the energy can get a little bit stale working at home and perhaps you don't get to speak to so many people every day. So just lighting up that energy again and starting to physically use your voice, just creating new vibrations in your environment. I think it's it's so, so important. 
So Sally, why being the voice of your business? Uh, you've been in business for quite a few years now. So why is it important and how can we get better at using our voice to represent our businesses? Mm. Well, it's so important. It goes without saying, if you have a business, then you need to be able to confidently and clearly speak your message in a whole range of scenarios, you know, especially with the rise of things like chat GPT and getting to a stage where anybody can write anything, social media is getting more crowded and to stand out and connect to get our audience to know, like, and trust us, they need to hear us through hearing our voice. That's the fastest way they can connect with us and get to know who we are. And I believe this, whether you have a service-based business or a product-based business, actually talking to your community is so powerful because you would, we would know as we go through social media, anybody can put a pretty picture and a nice caption. Yet when you see somebody and you can hear them, you, you know whether they're real, <laughs> you know whether they care, and you're able to really get a sense of connection on whether you want to work with that person. And in this day and age, you know, it's a consumer market where we want to work with people and with brands who we like and we know. And the voice is the way to do that. So if you're running a business and you want to be connecting with your audience, videos on social media, podcasts, speaking at events, anything using your voice is going to be able to make that connection so much faster. And an added bonus is the more you, you would know this, Ray, from your own business, the more you talk stories and offers and mission and all this kind of thing out loud, the clearer you get in your own head about what you want to say, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's no, no incident, I guess, that audio apps and social media audio apps, as well as audio features in different aspects of social media has become quite a, a huge thing over the last few years and personally I've seen much higher uptake of people building trust with you quicker if they get to hear you on audio or see you on video so I do believe that having that representation in your business and you know I've met a lot of women who struggle with their voices really it's it's not a easy thing and as you know public speaking is probably one of the biggest fears in the world how can women be more empowered? You know, if they're thinking, okay, I want to be the voice of my business. I want to be empowered. How can they empower themselves in, in speaking up and using the voice and use like making the most out of these audio opportunities? Absolutely. And this is the beauty of speaking is that it's never the speaking itself or the video itself or the podcast itself that people are afraid of. It's that scenario that brings existing fears and insecurities to the surface. And part of it is the caveman brain, you know, we're hardwired to be part of the tribe. So when we break away to speak, there's this false alarm bell that could be, oh, you know, we're going to be rejected and we're not safe. A lot of it is a childhood story. You know, a lot of people don't feel supported when they were younger to speak. They may have been told to shut up, to be quiet, to not speak unless they're spoken to. They've been marked down by a teacher for saying the wrong thing. And then patterns have formed over time. I say these stories repeat on us like bad reflux 
right? They keep repeating on us and repeating on us. And it's like, oh, oh, oh. And so we get to a point where we go and do the video or go to speak and our body has this reaction. And then we're like, ah, it's the speaking we're afraid of when really it's the underlying fear, that fear of being heard, fear of being seen, fear of being judged, any of those things. So the first thing you can do is work with a coach or, you know, do that inner work, do that inner work on the healing, get to the root of where these stories are coming from and rewrite the story. And this is the work that I do in my space and a lot of different coaches do. I've done a lot of it in my life. I know you have as well, Ray. And it's just worth its weight in gold because when you can heal something in one area of your life, you see the benefits across all areas of your life. So this is why often people come to speaking coaching and they're like, oh, well, it's not only the speaking, it's also my relationships and it's this and it's that. And I'm like, yeah, this is the great thing. When we heal in one area, it works across the whole way. So that's the first thing I would say. The second thing, so you probably, you might be listening to this going, okay, right. So you're saying go and heal all my childhood trauma. That's the answer. <sighs> that that's like a lifelong mission that you've never fully done. So let me share something you can do in the short term. And what I would say is rate your speaking PG. So think of like the film classification PG. I'm not saying you need to be conservative. If you've followed any of my content, you know that I can be a little bit racy and irreverent, but PG will help you remember the two main points. And the P stands for perspective. So when you are going to speak at that event or hit record or go to stand up on stage, really get a healthy dose of perspective. No one's going to die. <laughs> In the scheme of things, it's completely fine. Like it's actually great. But if you know, you, you start to make things bigger than Ben-Hur in your mind and you lose this perspective. Now, we're all on earth having this great time. When I wake up in the morning, I say, oh, another day in the old earth school. What am I going to learn today? So it's approaching these speaking opportunities as for what they are. Don't make a mountain out of a molehill. Then the G is the gratitude. So perspective and gratitude, studies have shown that we can't feel fearful and grateful at the same time. It's only one or the other, right? So that this is the fastest, it's actually the fastest fix I know for public speaking nerves because you actually can't feel fearful if you feel grateful. So look in the mirror and be like, I'm grateful for this opportunity. I'm grateful for this opportunity. Wi-Fi was invented in 1997. So somebody from 1996, if we were there complaining about social media or webinars or podcasts or Zoom or anything, they'd be like, what? That sounds awesome. <laughs> if we had a business in the past, we would be out in the street with a megaphone just like being the town crier. We have this beautiful opportunity in this day and age to amplify our voice to a really broad audience around the world largely free. All we need is Wi-Fi and a phone. And speaking of being grateful, many people don't have that, don't have Wi-Fi, don't have phones, and don't have the opportunity to be able to share their message. So leaning into that gratitude and having perspective, straight away, a lot of those fears will dissipate. Oh my goodness. I love it. That's awesome. It sounds so simple. And I know for, uh, 
for people who do have fear of speaking, perhaps would feel a little bit overwhelming right now. But genuinely, I think it's step by step doing it and practicing it, as you say, just just going out there and putting it out, amplifying your voice because the amount of opportunities there are for us to reach new audience and reach people and reach hearts and souls. And I always say your voice is like the tool to get to people's hearts and souls that you're wanting to touch. So if you have a mission, a purpose, a business that you want to impact people, your voice is a tool. <laughs> right. Preach. Yes. Speaking isn't a thing that you do. It is a gift that you give. It's not a thing you do. It's a gift you give. And our voice is this amazing energetic channel where the message moves through us, not even from us. I'm sure everyone listening, women who are setting up businesses, we're not doing it for, I don't know if I can swear, but we have this saying in Australia, we're not doing it for shits and giggles. <laughs> we're doing it because we genuinely want to make a difference because we feel like we've landed on the reason that we're on earth, our dharma. And so our voice is really the channel through which we deliver that gift. How do you work with clients and at what stage do you work with clients and how do you engage them and, and help them through to really become the voice of their business? Yeah, so I work with uh, clients at all different levels. So some people going into business, and if you're listening, you might be like this going, oh, look, I'm just starting and I don't want to go on social media. The thought of hearing my voice played back makes me cringe. Like, <laughs> Then, yeah, so I have programs where we work through all of those those blocks to get the voice moving. You know, some of my clients uh, and not even at the stage of speaking for their business. It is just speaking in their relationships, in their life, standing up for their kids or even to their kids if their kids are getting older, you know. And then right through to business owners who are wanting to really make a mark with their voice. So they're looking to, they might be okay on social media, but you're looking to amplify that. How do I get more reach, more traction, more speaking gigs, more opportunities for it to be heard? which is awesome. So I have programs for that. And then I also work with business owners who are absolutely smashing it and they're being asked to speak at international speaking gigs. One of my clients went to a, a podcasting conference in the States, a, the same event that Barack Obama was speaking at. And she was like, Sal, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? I'm like, yes, you've absolutely got this. And so in that case, we were working more on the crafting of the message and that really high level stagecraft performance level um, speaking. So right along the spectrum, the thing that ties everybody together, the clients I work with are usually women. I work with men as well. And everybody has the same goal. They want to find their true voice. Because this is the thing, a lot of the blockages come up when we're trying to sound a certain way or do a certain thing, you know, be something we're not. So the work we do is clearing that little policeman out of the way, mm -hmm. clearing the channel and giving people permission to return home to their voice. Beautiful. I love that saying. It's like you return home because this is your home. This is something you were born. You have the birthright to use it. And maybe you have forgotten or maybe you have been told to stay quiet. And as I say, that that um, little policeman in your throat is just trying to keep you safe. 
and not using it. But for us at Women Thrive, we believe in women empowerment, you know, empowering women to use their voice, to share their stories, to not be afraid, to have a power in their voice and their message. And that's why I love having you on this journey with us for the Women Thrive Summit, because I think so many more women need to be empowered and have the right tools to practically use their 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 voices for their business. So Sally, you are one of our VIP speakers for the Women Thrive Summit. And of course, you are our opening speaker for the summit, which I'm really, really excited about. What Yay. is your talk about? Um, what are you going to be doing on the summit with our with our audience? Yes, get ready. The the title is the key to crack the confidence code: your voice. So really, by unlocking our voice, we'll be going through the importance of the mind, the body, and the breath. If we can unlock the mind, the body, and breath, we can unlock the true soul voice. And when we can speak, this is what I believe, when we can speak freely with our true voice, then we have this real inner confidence and power, no matter what room we walk into, no matter where we're speaking, or even if we're not speaking and we're listening, we have that inner confidence that we can speak if we want to. So I'll be sharing a bit more about my story and also lots of really practical tips of the exercises that you can do and the mindset that you can adopt in order to start using your beautiful gift that is your voice. That is the organ of your soul and start appreciating it. You know, you might be listening to this podcast and be like, oh gosh, I've really not thought about my voice like ever. And here I am. So my goal is, is to get you to be aware of your voice, listen to your voice and above all, appreciate your voice. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And very excited. For those of you who wanting to attend Sally's talk, go ahead to womenthrivesummit.com. Register for your spot. This is our annual women empowerment event that happens every March. And in 2023, we have an amazing lineup of 47 plus speakers. We have some surprise guests, guests in store and amazing sessions running throughout the week. Everything from claiming back your power, working on your mindset, your confidence, working on your voice, visibility, marketing, business, strategy, as well as inner healing. So you'll get to access so many amazing people on the summit learn new things, connect with other fellow business owners and those who are growing in their careers. And this is just amazing opportunity to celebrate women empowerment and really come together for this amazing event. So head over to womenthrivesummit.com and register for your spot. And I'm really looking forward to Sally's presentation, which is one of the first presentations on the summit to open us up, really empowering you to use your voice for your business. Sally, um, how do people get in touch with you? And maybe you have a gift for our speakers, for our audience today. Yes. So I mentioned earlier, one of the best ways to get to know people is through hearing your voice. So I have something called Pep Talks in Your Pocket. Pep Talks in Your Pocket is a private podcast each audio is only about three and a half minutes long and they're designed to help you overcome your self-doubt, warm up your voice before speaking, overcome those nerves so you can listen and I'll take you through an exercise. So if you're feeling those nerves coming on, then you'll have the pep talk in your pocket. 
So I will put that, um, share that link, I'm sure, with the show notes. And otherwise, I would love to hear from you on Instagram at Sally Prosser Voice. So DM me on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok and Twitter and LinkedIn, not an international woman of mystery by any stretch. However, the Instagram DMs would be the most reliable place to catch me. Oh, beautiful. I really hope that you grab these gifts from Sally. Um, pep talk in your pocket. I, you know, when I started my speaking journey and I remember being faced with these events I was preparing, no one in my network or in my close circle could help me with speaking. And I just wish that I had someone give me this pep talk in my pocket at the time. <laughs> So for anyone starting out in the speaking journey, I highly encourage you to connect with Sally, grab her special gift in the show notes, and we look forward to seeing you at the summit. Sally, thank you so much for sharing your story, first of all, and being of amazing value and service to our community. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. And I'm really looking forward to the summit. Thank you. For all of you listening, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you feel inspired, if you feel like this has touched you, please feel free to leave us a review or share this episode with others. And we look forward to seeing you at another episode. Thanks so much for now. Take care. Bye. Did you enjoy this episode? Share it with the world. Make sure to also leave a review and subscribe for future episodes.